Good morning, everybody. How are you all doing? Welcome to Good Vibes with Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. And we are going to get the day started with Variety Episode 16. Um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about parenting, some quotes of the day, um, uh, the power of the social medias. Are they making voyeurs or are, are they training us to be voyeurs or are we trained? Um, how it affects our family, our our comparisons and our commercial effect on that and many many more things so uh, just stay stay tuned and we'll be right back and we're going to hear a word from our sponsor Okay, and we're back, and you just heard from why you should join Anchor and why you should ha- um, have Pocket Cast. I just started on Pocket Cast, to be honest with you, and um, I'm liking it a lot because it's um, I I use Radio Public, I use Spotify to listen to a lot of Anchor podcasters, but because sometimes the Anchor app does break down when you're trying to listen to it but i like the anchor app when you're just trying to hear there's some podcasters on here who are making um great episodes who don't want to monetize but are putting music so for those of you who are out there not monetizing putting up music i totally appreciate you and i listen to you but for those of you who are just listening and just trying to gain a perspective on different podcasters their lives uh their advice and so on um, Pocket Cast is definitely a great hub to find people on there, so uh, definitely I would suggest on that. So we're going to get started with the show. Um, like I said in the intro, we're going to talk about a couple different things. Uh, first, let me get out there. If you are listening to me on uh, any platform for um, podcasting and you want to suggest to a friend, go to my address. I have two addresses you can go to, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash anchor dot fm forward slash vibing uh colon jason b all one word lowercase um hyphen 209 you can find me through there or you can find me on podcast with http uh colon forward slash forward slash pca dot st um one zero three four seven so there it is you can find me in those two ways if you want to recommend me and uh copy and paste put on your facebook put on your instagram me if you found me that interesting but the more listeners you share with the more i actually get my message and it gives me incentive it gives me a motivation to create great content because of you listeners and a lot of you people who um can basically you know relate or whatever if you want to make comments or calls if you have the anchor app or if you do not have the anchor app download the anchor app in your google play store or your whatever the android um, uh, platform you can download apps or you can if you're on an iphone go to um what is it apple uh apple apps the icon click on that click on type in anchor.fm you'll find it make a profile you don't have to be a podcaster you know you can just be a listener there's a lot of people out there that are just listeners that don't make episodes so if you want to be able to call into my station i will be adding a different format to be able to call into me as soon as i get time to create a website um i want to create my own website good vibes jason b where you can do a what is it a dropbox or whatever a call in um an audio uh what is it 
MPA or something like that, um, you can leave it and I'll be able to upload those comments as well. So I don't want to just leave it just only to the Anchor FM app. So, um, and let's get started. So, um, like I was saying, um, uh, yesterday I created an episode about parenting and I want to continue that. Um, so for some of you who don't know, I am in a I am in a relationship. I'm not married. I never have been married. I have three kids from three separate moms, but I am with uh, mom number three. I'm hoping to make it work. And, and that's what my primary um, message of the day for variety is relationships and blending your family. Now, I have a one-year-old with my girlfriend, and she has a 15-year-old, and I have an 11-year-old and a 22-year-old. But my 22-year-old, she's out in the world doing her thing. God bless her. I wish her the best and always look forward to hearing from her. My 11-year-old I share half custody with. And my 1-year-old, you know, we're still together. We're not living together at this time. We just feel like uh, it's better for us to uh, get our things straight now, work on our relationship, work on our relationships with our children, how to blend it all together, and as well as me developing into my career. So those are just a personal few notes, but this is part of my testimony and who I am. So getting back to the main topic of the matter, um, the parenting and blending of families. You know, you got to understand that when you have kids outside of your relationship and then you have one inside your relationship, there's going to be a little rift sometimes. And sometimes it can flow just amazing. I've seen both spectrums. But either way, you've got to take in consideration of how that other person parents, who your partner is, because maybe they may not be the supportive role that you really thought they were to be. And maybe they are. But the thing is, is you got as a father or mother, but I'm going to speak on a father's perspective. As a father, you got to lead. Um, not many of us in this day and age of men are taught how to lead a family. Usually it's passed down from generation to generation, but a lot in the last a couple generations, we've seen a um, exit of the fatherly role and not too many people have stuck together. I mean, divorce rates were up extremely high in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and 2000 people are learning how to work together, but they're still trying to find their identity within the relationship, find their identity to lead the relationship as a in a man's perspective and what is healthy for a family so that you can nurture and grow healthy children to be great young adults now um one of the things that i have experienced is is you all we each of us tend to want to give opinions about how we should raise the other child or i want to do this with my child but i think you should do this with theirs take in mind that when you're doing that it could be abrasive and how are you going to round it out not everything is so cut and dry we don't all we can't always say it the perfect way to appeal to someone's feelings or ears uh, but there is considerate talk of how to nurture a child especially growing in a blended family you know, uh, when you have a child with somebody else and then you're putting a family together and you're including that child, they're always going to feel like they're either left out in some way or they're included. But the left out is the key. How they're left out can be create great impacts. Now, my daughter's mom, she, my 11-year-old, she, uh, she's a great woman. We have 
just in the last couple of years started learning how to get along. We're learning how to co-parent in an equal space without trying to be selfish and like what's mine and, and thinking what is in the best interest of our child. So for those of you who are going in your custody battles out there, just remember those words, what is in the best interest of your child. Um, but to further that thought, your, your ex or whatever is actually your best ally. You know, when you have a talking relationship, regardless of what happened in your past, however, you did not get along with your ex or your ex-spouse doesn't matter anymore. But what does matter is you can choose to choose an attitude of acceptance, forgiveness, but doesn't mean that you need to be a pushover and do everything they need to say. Um, part of the thing is a lot, there's a lot of resources out there to be a parent, um, and I highly encourage any of them that can produce a positive outcome. I personally took a parenting class at Delta College here in Stockton, California a while back and it helped me learn the power of listening and observing. Um, that's a very big key is if you know how to listen, you can defeat most problems. And if you know how to observe, you can usually resolve those problems with compounding listening and viewing to create great solutions for a great family atmosphere. Um, so one of the first principles that I would suggest is be positive in everything. Your partner may be overcritical or too critical and may be showing some selfish signs, especially with the trial that you share together. So how do you remedy that? Well, my best suggestion is lead by example first. Your words aren't gonna matter nothing. Let's face it, people are getting to the point where they don't rely on what is said, but what is actually enacted. And sometimes they can't even see when you're acting the right way and you want them to recognize, but you have to continue the standard because in the long run, the standard shows and proves who is really trying to get it all to work. You know, eventually you're gonna have that tip. So just remember the first principle, stay positive, stay encouraging. If someone's trying to talk uh, a bunch of crap and discouraging you and your positive say, thank you for your consideration. I appreciate your opinion, but I will not be using that opinion at this time. That would be the politically correct answer to give to somebody. Um, a more humanistic uh, response is, look, I hear what you're saying. I'll take it in consideration and I'll apply my decision whenever. You know what I mean? That's my way of talking. I don't know about anyone else. Maybe I'm too formal, but that's the way I'm going to go with it. And then there's the getaway. It's like, look, it is what it is. Either you're going to be with it or not. Simple as that. You know? So I like uh, all three of the responses. And uh, yeah, so being positive is one of the most critical principles. Number two is being loving and empathetic we all and it goes along with the first principle the second principle is be loving and empathetic that basically means that you're caring that you're not choosing to allow the funk to get into your trunk or your junk or whatever you want to call it interrupting you um, constantly you know in your in your way of life, you're choosing that loving means that no matter what you see, what you do, you will always give your absolute best and tenderness with discipline to your loved ones. Um, showing my 11-year-old that I love her just as much as I love her sisters 
you know she doesn't her big problem is is she's never gotten to know her big sister you know and there's a big age gap 22 11 and one yeah it's a big separation but i try to teach my 11 year old we're gonna do things together and then we're gonna do things separate but i'll always love you and i always got your back um so being empathetic that means basically feeling and understanding the level of what the other person's going through without compromising necessarily your position you can work with and adapt to your position but that's the key is can you work um, in that that perspective is like can i encourage like for my own example my 11 year old to flourish in the family atmosphere that i'm growing because i don't want my daughter to grow without me my 11 year old i don't want her to think that just to go stay with mom and her stepdad because it's not so easy in my relationship with her i want her to know that i am for her 100 and i am not choosing those sides but that also brings up a point if it goes on too long if there's too much adversity you do need to make the proper decision and maybe if it uh, you have to go to that point of separating in your relationship because it's not working out then understand that and take it down write these things out remind yourself in the journal and so that when you do meet you do go on and date again or meet another person that that person's going to fit with your philosophies in life um, a lot of times in relationships we're going to get with people that are similar to what our viewpoints are but thing is is time shows everything and patience shows everything so um, that applies to you know um, kids on the outside of your relation now kids on the inside now I have a one-year-old it is a beautiful experience and the key for her is is to bond with her older sister you know so that she can grow and not feeling as an only child even though there's 11 year difference or 10 year difference I still believe that my 11 year old and my one year old can bond and it's a beautiful thing so helping um, grow that uh, part of the relationship um, you know blending as a father I'm gonna tell you right now is a very difficult thing because you got to listen to your significant other you got to listen to your children you got to make the decisions for everybody to you know coexist and how they're gonna do but you know the hardest part for me is it's like I don't like confrontation I don't like arguments you know and the thing is it's like someone's gonna take offense now me what I have learned is listen to what the other person has to say thoroughly completely don't interrupt don't make any points in in between what they're gonna say you know because that is one of the key components of being a leader in um, in anything in business family or military is being able to listen to your subordinates or whatever you want to call it um, your partners your loves the people you work with listen to them completely thoroughly even if you feel like you want to interject listen to the whole thought if you need to write your thought out you know write it out but uh, keep mental note and after they finish their speech um, or their talk voice out your opinion then but remember establish the conversational guidelines you know if you need to officially say look babe this is 
a conversation and you need to hear me out and please don't interject. Let me finish my thought. Try to condense what you're going to say in less than five minutes because the average person does not have an attention span that exists more than five minutes. It's very tough. So in that, just ask them, please don't interject. I need to have this complete saying, and I know you're going to have an opinion, but I need you to listen to me thoroughly and I will offer the do and same in return. How this has helped me, um, my girl, she's very strong. She wants to give her opinions. She wants to be defensive. She wants to be um, arguably right in that respect. You know, um, she wants to underst- to be understood. And even if you're making a conclusion that may be off of her topic or her opinion or her position or his, for that matter, um, you got to understand that's their personal position. Now, how you can combine those two is the key um, that what you should be after. And, when it, and especially when it comes to blending families, um, listening, and then going back to a lesson that I've talked so many times in my podcast before from Don Miguel Ruiz's book, The Four Agreements, be impeccable with your word. That basically means that you have thought out or taken a moment to not put the emotion into your speech, but to have the emotion work for you as you're speaking. Um, That means concise words that are not argumentative, that are not um, creating an objection. And some of those words, some of those phrases, I'll give you tips on right now. Um, One of the biggest phrases that I think that will cause confrontation with you and your partners, you should. Um, I learned this from Louise Hayes um, in some of her readings and her books. Um, keep the you should accusational phrase out of your conversation. A way to combat that is, you know what? I think there's some options that we should, maybe you might want to look at and speak that way. That way, there is no confusion on your objective. Because it's giving the other person the chance to, do you want to listen or not? You know, um, the art of conversation is a difficult thing. And one of those things is just like learning to take objectionary statements or argumentative statements um, in perspective into your current conversation. Um, If you're in that moment of conversation and you feel that flush of heat in your face or your mind, stay silent take four deep breaths before you answer and try to do it conspicuously you know um, show that you're calm because the more calm and emotionally controlled person is the person that's going to make the better decision um there are other argumentative statements such as well you did this way you've always done this don't tell me These are things that are argumentative statements. You're already in a defensive position. You've already made the position that you're not going to agree no matter what is said. So taking that out, regardless of what the other person does, things can change. And that's the thing is, is we are always changing as human beings. Nothing ever exists the same. Yesterday cannot be relived for today, but we can make the same mistakes we made in the past. And the key to not making those mistakes especially in a blended family or relationship 
for the sake of the conversation is don't look at the errors of necessarily what the other person has done, but focus on the positives parts. Like, look, babe, I heard what you said. There's some things that I really want to have concern. And this is what I believe. This is what I'm going to say. You know, don't add the take it or leave it. You know, if at all possible, don't use those words. Take it or leave it. Just say, well, this is my position and we can agree to disagree or we can just disagree and we will know what our house will be. If your house is divided, it cannot stand. Quoted by Abraham Lincoln, you know, so, you know, those are some things uh, to understand within a blended conversation, a blended family attitude, whatever you want to call it. Please take in mind that when, for those of you who are getting along, getting along great that you show effort in mutually within all the children i think you're doing an awesome job i've seen um i'm gonna have to give my uh i guess you could say brother-in-law you know um or not really brother-in-law let's just say a relative my niece's uncle um jason he is a great guy you know and he has a you know, stepson, it's not his, but he's helped raise, you know, and keeping that interest in his stepson's life and applying the same attitude in his biological kid's life is a big deal. You know, it nurtures the kids, it grows the kids, it makes them better. And instead of worrying about the disciplines, it makes everything great. I mean, everything. And, you know, excuse me if I can make a couple noises, but anyhow um it makes so much more of a better situation because then the kids can come to you like you know what i look up to you bro or i look up to you jay or whatever you know the kids know and understand a level of respect as an adult you know and that's going to help the full situation you know what i mean it's going to help them grow they're going to trust you that's the key key component is are they gonna trust you you know um you the success of your relationship can also sometimes depend on the parents you know if they can't trust you then they're gonna go and talk to mom and they're gonna side you know like oh da, 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 da. but anyhow so we're gonna get you know further on with that and so okay so now we're on to our next topic something that i am fully experienced with right now now when my daughter was three my 11 year old was three and this is about tech um i got my first ipad the very first ipad and it was like maybe a year after the first one came out and my daughter loved it fell in love with it i didn't see no harm because it took her attention from me having to always micromanage or manage every single thing but i didn't realize the damages that was causing kids on devices um, and parenting on devices now when a child is so young at three or even younger i've seen parents do you know give their phones to their kids they'll shut them up when they're out shopping eating out um you don't know if a device that has billions of possibilities of images videos teachings philosophies and so forth they will get attached to that stronger than you yes i can say that for a fact stronger than you um 
detaching from your parents has a lot of repercussions. That means they're not trusting your opinion. They're not trusting your wisdom. They're not even considering. They're like, yeah, dad, or yeah, mom, yeah, I heard you, da, da, da. Things that you may have said, but I remember when I was growing up, if you say, yeah, ma, argumentatively, they have tuned out. They are not listening to you. So you got to lead by example. And this is how in the tech world, I mean, it's, I was just watching on TED Talks, a guy talking the power of these little kid videos on YouTube of how they're linked to so much adult content and making children into voyeurs which i'm actually going to get into a little bit later but um the thing is is like that we're becoming a voyeur society we're not interacting at least here in the united states we're not interacting with each other other than being on a device people are calling each other less people are actually having less personal conversations and the children are learning this they're learning it through video games you know they're being like I guess you could say the God complex when they're playing their video games or games period or whatever device they're on, they are controlling where their attention goes to and it creates a big problem, um, which I think I'm going to have to say right now, the quote of the day, um, from Harley Davidson, when writing the story of your life, don't let anyone else hold the pen how impactful statement because when you're giving your children devices um you're giving a pen to someone right out a narrative or a teaching to their minds instead of your own um being present in the moment a lot of kids are having troubles being present and they, we think that video games are harmless actually they can be very harmful um for example, I've seen on the soccer field and in the swim, in the swimming with my daughter, I've watched girls who emotionally shut down if they don't finish within the top five in swimming. They, they take loss harder than anyone else I've ever seen. And, you know, just out of observation, I noticed them, you know, between their races, they're always on their phone. They're always talking. They're always viewing something on YouTube. They're being involved with social media from a very early age. So, um, you know, if you don't hold on to your kids and be the teacher, the master teacher, they're never going to know the sense of worth of and the power of winning as well as losing. So um, I believe in video games, kids constantly get to plus reset reset restart start over you know pick up where you left off last that is a big deal um if they don't know how to say well some things in life you can't press restart some things you can't press replay if they don't understand that from the get-go they're gonna feel like in regular life when coming across friends business or relations that if they're not accepted when they did something bad or understand shame, they're gonna be like, oh crap, you know, what do I do next? I'm gonna result to extremities to try to prove it, and then they're gonna give their power to somebody else. So uh, be careful. There is some information I will be posting on another episode. I will be giving the exact YouTube TED Talks that I've been listening to on the impact of devices on children in tech. 
Now this also applies to you. I would have to say when I am out in the city or state or wherever I'm at, if I'm doing my legal stuff or if I'm working out, I see, I can say for one out of every three to two people, there's always someone on their device connected, looking in the screen, including myself, I will admit. Um, there is an attachment to a device. Now our children can't heed to our instruction unless they see the example, well, maybe my dad is not getting on there so much. I remember my daughter making a comment, dad, you're always on your phone, you know, and that is a warning sign. And so now I'm trying to teach my kid, get off the fucking iPad, excuse my language, but get off the iPad. You spent way too much time. You know, they're having adverse reactions. They're throwing temper tantrums that are like over a freaking device. They don't have the mental fortitude. So when you're on your device, keep it as minimal as possible. And think about your own presence, about how you are involved currently in your life situation, because what you show is what you teach. Think about that, you know, um, and that says, um, that goes into a lot of things, you know, um, which leads into my next quote of the day. It's a Chinese proverb. Those who say it cannot be done should not interrupt those doing it. What that basically means is, is there will be plenty of naysayers like it's inconceivable because they're learning attachment of what a video one person does and their philosophy telling you you won't be able to do it you don't have the education you don't have the smarts you don't have this you don't have that well here's my saying to that fuck you all for saying that because there is nothing that you cannot achieve in this life no matter what station you're in life if you put your mind to it yes i'm gonna have to say that because that's a part of the laws of attraction and i have talked about that on previous episodes um, so getting back to the heart of the matter is, is like, you know, as parents, we're susceptible to a lot of information and including the TED Talks I was just talking about, philosophies. I've always been under the impression, do not just follow one man's philosophy, understand others. You know, as an adult, you also need to seek your teachers, not the teachers will seek you. Maturity is always an ongoing thing. So if you're on your device a lot, um, take in consideration that the impact that you're showing your kids. And I've seen it my when I've been on my phone and my girl's been on her phone. My one-year-old wants to get on it too because she's we're showing her that our attention's not on her. Now, granted, we need mom and dad breaks. We need a break. We want to have our own interests. So there's an allotment. So I used to be a heavy gamer. And one of the philosophies I have now is do not play video games while your kids are present or play video games where your attention really needs to be on them. I would have probably 30 minutes, maybe an hour max. And I love my video game play. But since I have grown, I have learned to choose a different outlets. You know, being involved with my daughter swimming, being involved and in giving her coaching talks. I talk to my, even my daughter's with her mom. I still talk to her every day. How's your day going? What's going on? She'll tell me some of her problems. She'll tell me, dad, I'm not getting along with this friend. And you know what? This is why, you know, and 
right then and there, it's like my radar's up. And it's not that I'm trying to be defensive or protect my daughter from the dangers of the world or society. It's the dangers of the possibilities of how I can direct her to be emotionally intelligent and emotionally in control. Like I would tell my daughter, there you're going to come across friends that are less fortunate of you, that you may have more than them. And there's going to be friends that have more than you, but don't be envious of somebody else's station in life. You're going to have rich friends, poor friends. The only thing you need in your presence is your mind, your hands, your feet, your eyes, your nose, and just talk and be creative. When we're encouraging our children to be more creative, we're encouraging them to grow. And I firmly believe that. So I'm going to take a little bit of a break and I'll be right back to the last part of my um, podcast today. It's going to be talking about uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Are we warriors in training or are we train? Impacts on us, our culture, our family, our comparisons and commerce. So I'm going to be right back and just hold on and stay tuned. And we're back again. So, okay. Uh, we've gone through the most of the parenting things um, that I wanted to go through for the day. And I know this episode was extremely long with being 30 minutes in the previous segment. But we're going to wrap up um, the last part of this um, for today's Variety, episode 16. So um, I do have a TikTok account. I don't really have made too much. I have an Instagram account. don't really do too much. And um, I have a Facebook, and I don't really post too much anymore. But um, what I've noticed, especially out of TikTok and Instagram, it's making, you know, I ask the question is, you know, are these media things, um, social medias, making us voyeurs or training us to be? And I've got to admit, you know, at first I thought TikTok was like hella funny, people are lip syncing, making videos, but I'm starting to notice a trend. Now, as a guy, I'm noticing the analytics or the frequency of what I like and what I don't like. So I like all kinds of things. If people are being really funny, obviously, and then I, I follow some military people, they're hella funny. And then there's... Um, the thing where you like say like if you like someone and they're attractive and say like their body is you know let's just say they have big boobs or whatever or they're showing off a lot of them i'm noticing the frequency of people trying to show themselves to be appreciated a lot and especially women you know um they do these videos and songs and they do these little clips and stuff and um, my girlfriend was uh, sitting next to me. And we're just going through it. We and I've made some with me and my daughter, my little one. And I noticed my girlfriend's like, "What? Do you like all these just pretty girls or whatever?" And I'm like, "No, it's just coming up, you know, in the feed. It's not just people I follow, but it gives you an, a chance to, if you click on the little plus in their profile, to add them as a follow. You know, you're following them." And so the more and more I noticed, I was like, all these, it just seems like these girls just want attention. You know, they want praise. And even though they say they don't, they say they're independent, da, 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 you know. 
you know, there's a typical song where it's like, like, well, there's one clip where it says, oh, you're with her now? Now I guess I have to show you what you're missing. And it just, like, if you click on just one person that does it, it's going to show you almost every person that does it within a bracket. And, you know, I'm very conscious of that because I noticed the same things on Instagram. Now, Instagram is a lot more choosier because I like travel um, on the things that I like. I like cooking. I like different things. I like seeing things in my family and friends. And I don't allow just anyone on my Instagram because I'm pretty private when it comes to that. And I'd have to say more or less, instead of private, being secluded. Now, once you post things, it goes viral or it can. And people can share it, your friends can share it, and so on and so forth. But so I started noticing the things, it's like what's attracting to the eye, and it's like how much time you're spending on the device. And then I started noticing, you know, I started looking at the comments and some of these little clips, like, oh, you're beautiful, oh, you're so sexy, oh, you know, and it's just all these innuendos. And what I'm a little afraid because I mean, I'm a dad, I have daughters, and I have an 11 year old who's gonna be. You know, she plays a little bit with TikTok, but I watch what she does. And it's just like, I don't want her to feel like she has to strip down and wear, you know, at some point, skimpy ass clothes and showing herself off and, you know, makeup and all that stuff. It's like every dad's worst nightmare. It's like, we don't want you to date till, you know, you're 18 years old out of my house, you know, but then it comes the reality, you know, and it's pretty freaking scary if you ask me so what are the things i start asking the questions you know is it making us aware are we a warrior in training or are we trained i'm gonna have to say for anyone who's have a smartphone for the last couple years you are a trained warrior if you are on social media whether it be on facebook instagram TikTok, or any other or snapchat you are a warrior trained like it's it's for sure that people are looking at other people and in interest and it just kind of makes this like what point are we um i don't want to say degrading ourselves but putting ourselves in jeopardy and then the topics like cyberbullying you know if someone shows something they don't like and said something or whatever it goes on and on and on and how serious is it i mean cyberbullying can basically get down to um even your job or even a college employers are looking at that stuff so it's like what do you do you know what i mean like what is it that you do how can you protect yourself you know and it's i'm not gonna lie it's pretty fucking scary and the more that i see these girls showing themselves off now i've liked some granted i have but I'm being careful because, you know, my kids see what I'm doing and I see what they're doing and it's no easier. So, um, what is it doing? It's basically decreasing the time with you and your family because they're just like, oh, okay. And there's also creates this comparisons. You know, if my daughter is not super tall or if she doesn't have big boobs, she doesn't have a big butt or shouldn't show skin a certain way like on one thing i stopped following this one guy i i forget it's just i think his screen name's like i program huh i don't know 
that's for sure but i mean i hate to blast him like this but this dude's like showing his girlfriend off after she just got a boob surgery and i was like what and you know it's like showing her off in the skimpiest way in like las vegas and like you can see in her eyes or in her actions like she's kind of like not sure of all this attention but she's like kind of like going with it but the boyfriend or whatever he just seems like dude this is like a creepy guy the way he's showing her off like that now what's the difference between being proud of your girl and just showing her off well you don't see many videos of him in it with her so it's like kind of like being voyeuristic and you know yeah he's got money and he's showing her off and did all these things but it's just like what's that telling the young ones that are coming up what's that you know and i may be getting it wrong but you know i just think about you know my daughters coming up and what extent extent they will you know um it will go so i'm gonna go a little further into the issue um so it creates comparisons girls are comparing you know i'm not tall enough i'm not thick enough i don't have blah 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 and they're they'll go to extremes to get that to feel their self-confidence so it kind of degrades them and then there's the commerce effect you know if certain people you follow are promoting a certain product line um say like instagram um my girlfriend's following this one girl who's kind of a self-styler has her own eyelash line and, and beginning her own makeup line you know that's great awesome but what it does is like the commerce effect that gives like products influence in our lives to feel are we valuable enough do i recognize my self-identity um their own beauty their own personality and it's like and people can be pretty freaking mean i've seen in comments like girl you shouldn't be wearing that shit or "Ooh, i'd like to tap that or you know so on and so forth so it's just like me as a man um i'm not trying to be too harsh because i don't want to be a hypocrite but you know i just think about my morality and as a father as a man what am i showing and who am i giving my support to you know then i've seen other tiktokers that uh that can be used for a good thing like one of my friends uh gator johnny and sheena diane they're tiktokers and they reach out to people that are going through some emotional stress and they make these little clips and people are just you can see they're going through something and they're just they're showing love and doing duets and it's like yeah it could be used for a a positive thing but um i've seen outcries on social media and emotional outcries and it goes on facebook you know and people just like what's our world coming to so um i got i I would strongly suggest be conscious of where you put your eyes and how how far and what you support um it could be adding to an issue and uh, if you're especially a father of daughters or you know and you or you have a loved one a cousin a friend you know that's just showing too much and he's like do you realize you're making yourself an object of someone's desire maybe not in a good way but a bad way so anyway so that's my work for the day in my uh episode variety episode 16 
Thank you so much for listening. If you can give me a rating anywhere possible, including on Apple Podcasts, please do. I appreciate the comments. If you're on Anchor, feel free to call in. I definitely appreciate your call-ins. And let's make the best of today. And uh, if you're a subscriber to Pocket Cast, you know, uh, it's a great place to to listen to the material without glitches or interruptions, you know. So uh, have a good one, everybody.